Welcome to episode 46 of Therese Talk. I'm your host, Therese Main. By day, I co-host a morning radio show on a network in New York and Pennsylvania. By night, I'm a podcaster. If you're a woman like me who loves Jesus and just wants to serve her family and community a little bit better, you're in the right place. Would you take a moment right now to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode? Before the tree comes the turkey, and before the turkey comes a thankful heart. Thanksgiving isn't just a day, it's a way of living, which is why you'll see the hashtag Thanksgiving popping up everywhere. All this month, we'll be looking at how to live with a grateful heart. We'll uncover what the Bible says about gratitude and help you see the blessings that are right in front of you. At its heart, gratitude is a response to God. I mean, He's given us mercy and life and love and relationships and so much more. In Luke 17, we read the account of the cleansing of the lepers. On the way to Jerusalem, He was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Have you ever held back on your gratitude? because you felt like what you were given was so much less compared to what someone else had. You let your envy and your jealousy get in the way of your gratitude. In this account from the Bible, 10 people all received the exact same thing from Jesus, healing from leprosy, but only one returns with thanks. At its core, thanks living is a heart issue. If you choose to be thankful, you'll find you have more to be thankful for. If you choose to take God's gifts for granted, you'll find you're shortchanged every step of the way. Being thankful is something we have to learn. It doesn't come to humans naturally. So how do we grow our gratitude? 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So when your car won't start and you're late for work, give thanks. When your marriage is falling apart and you just don't know what to do, give thanks. When you pray and the doctor comes back with test results that show you're sick, give thanks. But why? When we go to God in the hard times with gratitude, He is able to reveal His heart to us. There is always a greater purpose and plan at work. It may be that God is going to use your trials to refine you. It may be that somewhere down the road, you're going to use what you learned in your difficult times to help someone else through a similar situation. To be thankful in all circumstances doesn't mean we jump for joy at a cancer diagnosis. It means we humble ourselves before the one who created every cell in our body and begin to thank him. We ask him in gratitude to show us his plan and reveal his character in the middle of the struggle. 
While you may not feel like you have much to be thankful for when you seek God in your trials, you soon will. In Psalm 28, David cries out to God for mercy, protection, and justice. In his distress, he concludes, Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. When we are drawn to our knees, we're often reminded that God hears us. We can trust him, and he is in control of every situation. Job had the same kind of attitude in the middle of his testing when he said, The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Aren't you glad for a God who is available always, who wants to fellowship with you in prayer, and who has a purpose for every one of your difficulties? There is something to be thankful for. In James 1, 2 through 4, it says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. When we're brimming with thankfulness, there is no room for envy, no room for jealousy. Back to 1 Thessalonians 5.18 for a moment. It says to give thanks in all circumstances. That means we should be thankful to God in the good times too. A new job that pays the bills, a report card full of good grades, a friend making a meal for your family. Those are all things provided by God. And while it's easy to chalk them up to hard work or the goodness of a friend, we know that every good and perfect gift comes from God. So take the time to thank him. When David is delivered in Psalm 30, his response is, I will exalt you, O Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. O Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. O Lord, you brought me up from the grave. You spared me from going down into the pits. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and you clothed me with joy that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give you thanks forever. Thanks living means recognizing God's goodness and faithfulness and praising Him for it. Being a thankful person takes discipline. Start every day by telling God what you're thankful for. Maybe stop what you're doing midday and do that again. And then before bed, you can talk to God about your blessings while you're driving and while you're cooking dinner. The more you talk to God with a heart of gratitude, the more you'll be inclined to do it even when you don't feel like it. A thankful heart looks at the world differently. And once you see things from a different, more holy perspective— Maybe you'll crave the view more than you do now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Therese Talk, subscribe and look for the next episode on Tuesday morning. If you really loved it, consider making a gift to Family Life, the ministry this podcast is a part of. Just go to familylife.org and find out more about what we do. Did you know Family Life offers a variety of podcasts? From news to kids to faith, you'll find a favorite on demand at familylife.org slash podcast.